The parade of Hall of Famers continues. Jim Beheim of Syracuse will sit down with us here shortly. Believe it or not, coach is in year 44 as the head coach of the Orange. He has been a lot of fun with us on his previous visits. We are thrilled that the Orange has been at this point now a longtime member of the Atlantic Coast Conference. My favorite guy. Uh, coach Beheim, welcome back and to the David the way, Glenn Show. Now, now when you way, say before favorite. Before you get going here, right, possibilities in Greensboro, right. great place. Possibilities in Greensboro. You, you haven't eaten there? I have not. Oh, I'm, my God. All right. Do you ever go to Greensboro? I do. I'm based in Raleigh, so I know the dining oh. uh, environment there better. Well, now I know Charlotte go. fairly well. Now you can. Now you have a place in Greensboro. Now, great place. If words had sarcasm fonts, when you say your favorite, you no, really I look mean, forward yeah, to the yeah, David sure, Glenn absolutely. show. Absolutely. We absolutely. can put that in a promo. Absolutely. This is something you look forward to that much. I try to give you some uh, right information so that yeah. you can, you know, get on the show and you know know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, man. And, and, you know, you've got, what, uh, half century of expertise? I'm only at 33 years and counting, so we keep each other sharp over the years. 57 years, that's uh, it. Uh, you turn 75 next month, which technically would make you the oldest Division I men's basketball coach ever. Really? That's not a criticism. Jeez. Tell us about Pilates and yeah. other, other ways you Pilates, have maintained a fountain of youth. Pilates has been good for me. I can tell you that for five years, I'm in my fifth year, and when I started, I was having trouble moving around, getting up, and now it's just all core work, and it's it's been great. My knees still are a little sore, we can't do much, but even Pilates helps that because it's strengthening your core. So that's been good. I try to do some other stuff, exercising, but you know, you coach, uh, you, every year's a new team, and new excitement comes, and uh, I feel really health-wise the same as I did when I was 50, 40, 50, 60. feel about the same. So you always look forward to a new team. It gives you a new life, and uh, you're, you're excited about it. We have a young team. We got a lot of really good shooters and more depth than we've had in a while. So I think we can be a much better offensive team. Defensively, we were a really good team, so we got to get better there. For those who may forget, Coach has sent Tyus Battle and O'Shea Brissett and others on to the next level, but he has an intriguing team coming back as he just described there. It was 16 years ago that we got to see you cut down the nets, <laughs> and I saw that you, uh, I don't know how often you see or talk to Carmelo Anthony, but you all were at an event together not too long ago. Tell us just how that unfolds between a Hall of Fame coach and a national championship player over these last 16 years. Well, he's one of the nicest guys I've ever had play for me. He's given back to the university, to the community, in our community, to Denver, to New York City, to Puerto Rico, where he grew up, into Baltimore. He's given back to all five places through his charitable work. Millions and millions of dollars. So uh, he's a great guy. Uh, I think he's still got some game left, and I think I, I think he will get an opportunity to play in the NBA this year at some point pretty soon. I hope. I think he can help a team. He's fine coming off the bench. He's fine, you know, helping any a, a team, and I think he can really help a good team be a better team because he'll be one of the best players on the second unit uh, every team every time he's on the court. So uh, I have a lot of fondness for him and a lot of hope for his year this year. Jim Beheim is joining us. You can follow Coach on Twitter at the Real Beheim. Not only the national champion with his orange, but a basketball Hall of Famer, a college basketball Hall of Famer, and also your good friend Mike Shashevsky joined us a little while ago. 
you guys I know shared at least seven gold medals while helping it lead was pretty good. Team USA. Yeah. It was pretty good. W with that in mind, Coach, uh, we just saw the most disappointing or the lowest yeah. finish numerically at the World Cup. How do you get, how do you describe the challenge? Well, you can't go without the better players. Yeah. It's simple. I mean, Greg Pavlovich, I thought they did an amazing job coaching that team. They played hard. They played, I think, in a lot of ways, better defense than we ever played, but they just couldn't score. You have to score. You, If you think back to the tough games we had, Spain, 96-91. We scored 96 points. And you're going to have those games. Uh, but we were so good that only maybe one team, Spain, could could catch us. And there you have to, you know, you have to make plays down the stretch. And we had Kobe Bryant one year. We had Kevin Durant and LeBron James one year. Then we had Kevin Durant, Durant again in the three gold medal games where we had to win. I mean, Kevin Durant had 30 in the first half against a really good Serbian team, better than the Serbian team that was over there because they had their guard. Uh, so, but you have to have that guy yeah. or two. And if you don't, it's, it's, it's going to be close. I mean, we could have won, but it, yeah. it's, you were, you're not going to be sure to win. Uh, I think next year when I'm reading, guys are going to play, but they said that before. You never know until you get about a month before you go over there as to who's going to play, who's healthy, and who really wants to play. And if we get three or four of those key guys, you know, you're talking about the top ten players in the league. Leonard, right. George, uh, LeBron, Steph, Anthony Davis, Clay Thompson, you know. Uh, Harden. Huh? James Harden. James Harden, yeah. yeah. If you get in that group, Wesley, uh, you know, uh, uh, Westbrook, you get any of three, couple, three or four of those guys, you're going to win. It's not going to be easy, but you're going to win. It's interesting. In the sport of soccer, the World Cup is viewed as number one, and the Olympics is kind of yeah. 1B. In yeah. basketball, it feels like the reverse. Uh, you know a lot of millionaire basketball players. What motivates them to represent their country or yeah. not, well, given family and sometimes physical limitations well, and sometimes being worn out? We took over at the right time. We were losing. Things were down. Right. There were a lot of good young superstars coming up, and we got those guys, and they had a passion to win a gold. And so we had a little veterans, a little young guys, and that got us through those first couple gold medal games, and then the Durant came along, Kyrie came along, James Harden came along, uh, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, they all came along, but now those guys have all done it. So now right. the next group, you know, who are those guys? And the, the, other, the teams we play against have been playing together for 15 years. So just a good team, isn't probably going to win because those guys have been playing together for 15 years. So you have to get the best players because we're not playing together that long. So that's what has to happen. I hope next year we'll get those guys and then get a group of young guys moving forward that really want to participate in the Olympics. And the Olympics is still for our guys the most important thing, not yeah. the world. The world championship for some of these other countries is a little bit ahead of the Olympics. So I think our guys, I'm just guessing here, but I'll predict based on my experience, some of these guys will play next year and we'll be okay. Jim Beheim is joining us on the David Glenn Show. A lot has changed in your 44 years as the head coach of the Orange. Uh, you know that one of the hot-button issues nowadays is name, image, likeness. Right, right, right. Um, I'm a believer that 
scholarship athletes get a heck of a lot of value, right? Well, I don't think even you know what they get because the meal plan that has been in the last two or three years, you can go over there, work out, get breakfast. You can have a snack during the day. I know enough to know it's hundreds of thousands and of dollars of value. And you can also get overall. And you also can get dinner. So now our players get their cost of attendance and a check for their board because they're getting food. They still buy a little bit, but a player at Syracuse gets $1,400 a month cash, cash in his pocket. So he has to buy some food because he's not on a board plan. But we give him a lot of food, and we're traveling a lot where we get him his meals. So he's got pocket money. What we need to find, everybody, it's easy to say, well, image. And, you know, oh, you should have that. Everybody you ask will say that. But what does that mean? The quarterback and the running back get image and get a TV commercial. The guy up front, the guard, tackle, and center, they're pull, blocking for him, knocking guys out of the way. Don't get that. They do not get that. So now you have players on a team that are getting something pretty good, and the other guy's getting zero. Whereas the way the board thing worked out, everybody gets the same check. Right. So it's fair. How can we do this so the player can get a little bit more, but it's fair? This is college. They're not pros. I think the other thing is if you're a Pell Grant need-based student, you get another $600 right. a month. So you really get about $2,000 a month. And so players are getting money. The other thing is 3,900 scholarship players out of 4,000 in college are happy to have a scholarship. Absolutely. And the 100 guys that we're not talking about are going to the NBA. They're going to make money. And college has helped. Nobody can argue that Zion Williamson is getting a $100 million sneaker contract because he played at Duke. That helped him. So the other guys, they get to play somewhere. Is there a way we can get more for the players, David? I, I'd like to see it. We all would. It's just, how is it fair? How do you do it so it's fair? I asked our players, I said, how would you feel if one of you guys is getting $25,000 a year doing a local commercial and none of the other guys on the team are getting anything? How would you feel? I, I don't think that works in a good way. Uh, as it is now, everybody gets this full scholarship. Everybody gets their check. Everybody gets the equipment, sneakers everything it's all the same uh, the one and, and the other thing at the end of the year our athletic department breaks even we do make money in basketball yeah but the department breaks even and we actually have to fundraise to break even the only anomaly the only thing you point to that you can say is coaches make a lot of money yeah that, that's 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 yeah, a school point. The school lives in the free market you live in the free market and they you know tom cruise does a picture there's 250 people making it happen for him to make that picture that make minimum wages. And he makes $700 million. That's just the w country we live in. That's the way it is here. Um, but, you know, I think we need to do whatever we can. The food option was a great move that nobody even saw coming. Cost of attendance was great. Cost of attendance was great. So Pell Grants are still good. Whatever else we can do to tick it up a little bit. I hope that committee finds it. They're working on it. But I think going down the road of an, an, an agent, just think of this. You're an agent for a player coming to a school. Well, you're going to go call the local car dealership. You're going to go call the biggest businesses yeah. in town and say, I've got my guy right here. How much you want him? How much you're going to pay him? Now, maybe somebody thinks that's a good thing. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think it is. The California law allowing third-party money, not university-to-athlete yeah, yeah. money. Um, 
violates our current understanding of amateurism, right? You're not getting paid to play basketball narrowly, but you are getting paid because you're an athlete in any sport. So that would be too far of a step for you toward professionalism the way California's proposing. I just out. think that it creates a field where you're on your team, some guys are yeah. making a lot of money and other guys are making none, little or none. Now, as a coach, I would be in a bad position if I knew one of my guys was getting $20,000 from some company. As a coach, I would have to look into seeing how each player can have an agent. Yeah. Make sure each player has an agent and make sure each agent tries to get him a deal in in town. I couldn't do it directly, but I make you know, make sure he has a, a representative who could get him a deal. Maybe that's is that where we want to go? I mean, I, I don't know. I know I was happy having a full scholarship. I think our players now for, for the most part are happy having the full scholarship, the cost of attendance and the meal money. So, I think they're pretty happy. I'm not even talking about weight training, tutors, uh, all, yeah. all the things that go along with that, but I, it, it's a problem. It's 99% of the people in the country think it's a good thing that players get this image. They don't think about all the other consequences about it. It's just like 99% of the people in the country think that anybody that makes over $200,000 should pay 75% in taxes because that 99 that's not good that 99% doesn't make that much money right so you know it's it's what's fair what what can we do to help our players we have moved in a good direction to do that people are ignoring that because they want to keep talking about paying players and this is almost paying players image it's it's similar i mean if you go to playing players and you pay the football players the basketball players the women who you're going to also pay, I don't know where you're going with that. That's I think we're among the few in the media that actually write a lot in detail about the NCAA critics will bring up the finances on the one side, multi-billion dollar TV deal, Coach Beheim's salary, whatever. I like, just for transparency purposes, bringing up the other side of the ledger sheet where I don't know the numbers exactly at Syracuse, but it's hundreds of thousands of dollars in value to me if I'm your four-year player. And if you truly get economic about it, and tutors and weight training and the value of playing for Jim Beheim, the value of that four-year experience with you, it could be a half a million dollars by the time Look, you're done adding it if up. If this right? was just basketball and you had no other sports at college, pay the pay, I, I'd be fine. Yeah. But all this money is going to go to keep women's basketball and women's field hockey, you know, men's soccer. They spend a million, million and a half, two million dollars a year. So that right. money the, comes the third, from the, us. the third party proposal, though, doesn't directly blow no. up Syracuse's athletic and that's department. That's fine. Right? Now, Al although some of those third parties may donate to Syracuse less. Possible. But the, but the real problem is, is it going to be fair? Yeah. Talk to the team. All right, two of you guys are going to get $25,000. The rest of you guys might not. How, the, do you, how do you feel about that? And the question becomes is, is, do we value the free market enough for them that it's worth that complication? Because you're, 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 your players already come from different economic backgrounds. Yep. Some of them get the attention from the beautiful girls across campus, and others do not. 
right? Some get a lot of playing time, some get hardly an any. Equal so you're, playing you're, field. But you're already managing all of those inequalities. Yeah, but that's an equal playing field. Every guy but, has but the right to get a date with that but best just, looking girl. But just as they earned a starting role right. or they haven't earned it, some would say they've earned their way into the spotlight. If somebody's seen as a better pitch man right. because of a level of fame, that is merit-based, right? It's a question. I'm just playing devil's no, no, advocate. It's just a question if you want to Since we're your favorite there. show. No, now. no. If you want to go that way and that's the way it ends up going, you know, we'll live with it. But I just don't think it's fair. And you're going to be talking to high school kids, agents. If you go oh, to it's, this school, it's filled with I'm going to get you this $50,000 deal. And you got to come with me. It's so a it's a moat filled with snakes and alligators. It's not an easy. No, no, it is tricky. That's the problem. Um, last thing for you, as we thank you for your time, as always, here on the David Glenn Show. Uh, take us into the Jim Beheim brain on October eighth. Do you like have a preseason pecking? Do you know your opponents well enough to know? Hey, Duke, Louisville, UVA, and UNC are going to be good again. Or is ninety percent of your vision? on the orange basketball 100 percent of my vision is on syracuse basketball what we have to do what we can do and when we get prepared two or three days sometimes is all you have to prepare for your next team you hope your team is prepared to play against anybody that you can see zone or man or whatever you you're going to see you have this six week period of time to get ready for that so you have only a preliminary like if I if I asked you to write one through fifteen ACC basketball predictions, well, I mean, you'd I have know a, who you'd be, have a, I know who's going to be the better teams. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's irrelevant to what I'm doing right. now. I'm trying to get my team ready to play the best, and you know that's that's all you can do. His name is Jim Beheim. Thank you for visiting your favorite show again, Coach. <laughs> Thank you.